Hey everyone, welcome to the 10th episode of the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton LaPlatt. With me as always is Jalen Roberts. I'm back again. And Chris Montalbano. What's up? We have a jam-packed show for you guys this week. We'll be talking about retro games, summer awesome games done quick just ended, and the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy just launched. And it got us thinking about which retro games do we wish either got remade, remastered, or like reimagined from the ground up. So, the reason we got to thinking about this is because, Chris, you just got the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Yeah. And that's like a remake, remaster? It's, well, what they did is they, like, coded it from the ground up, but they made it exactly like it. So, you can definitely tell the differences what they were doing. They've kind of changed little things, like the, the time when you try to get your relics for the time trials there a little bit like harder to do and the times are shorter. I like to say one thing. Fuck the turtle bridge. Just hey, you know? So how far have you gotten in that game? I started I played like a little bit of one and played a little bit of two, but I'm at I the main one I've always played since I was a kid was three, because that was the first time I was like, oh snap, I can actually one hundred percent a game and realize what to do. Right. So I'm at sixty percent now on three. Beat, okay. the, beat the whole story mode. I'm just going back and like getting all the gems and all the relics. Okay. So, that game... A lot of games... we So, this generation... We've been getting this since the dawn of man, as I've seen. I've been buying a lot of retro games off eBay lately. Right. Like, I just got a copy of Mario Duck Hunt and Track Run. Like, they did the Mario Duck Hunt pack, and then they did, like, another version of that later on mm-hmm. that you could buy. And so I just got that in the mail, and I'm also bidding on a copy of Doom on the Super Nintendo because it's a red cartridge, and that'll be then I'll have a reason to get a Super Nintendo, right? Just to see what Doom is like on a Super Nintendo. But actually, I might get the Super Famicom that you can like mod to play Super Nintendo games too, so I can play Japanese and English carts, but. Mm. We'll see how that goes. Because the Super Nintendo Mini, like, so many things... You should just get a Retron 5. It plays, like, five different systems. How much is that, though? It's, like, 50 bucks. Seriously? Yeah, you play... Hold on. (laughs) Super Nintendo Game Boy. Is it on Amazon? Uh, Yeah, well, it's sold at Play and Trade. That's the... Where I go to get all my retro games. But, yeah, I have five different... Play and Trade. Got me Starbucks. What did I get from Play I, Trade? I got the original Legend of Zelda, like the gold cartridge. Yeah. I got the that's where I got the uh, Japanese version of uh, gold version. Oh, that and yeah. I got Resident Evil Two, in sixty four. True. What did I? Every PlayStation game that I own. Yeah, I mean, I've all my retro from. games come from eBay though. So like, I got right. you. What did I get you? Did I get you any cartridges? No. No, I got you discs. I got yeah. you like Persona Three. I think that was it. That was it? Yeah. And then I got Jalen. Killer Instinct. I got you Killer nice. Instinct. I feel like I've bought in cartridges for people. I don't know. But I, like I bought myself po- a Japanese copy of Pokemon Silver to match that copy of Pokemon Gold. Yeah. For my birthday. And I'm, I've am i just been looking into more cartridges because they just look more appealing on my shelf. Like a lot of these games I can play emulated. Right. But it's legal to play them emulated if you own the games. True. So... That kind of, it's like, all right, I'm buying these games. I have physical copies, so I'm technically just playing backups of games I own. Right. So, then that's perfectly fine and justified. But, the difference between emulation, and bringing this back on track, and, like, these remasters that we keep getting, is, 
emulation, sure you can bump the resolution of the game. Sure, I guess you could implement mods, all those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. But these remasters, like right now my PS4, a lot, I know a lot of people who know me have seen my PS4 is a, basically just a backlog machine. Right. I have like Namco games. I have like crazy things. Like on PlayStation, you get Super Nintendo games. You can get Nintendo 64 games. You can get PS1, PS2, PS3, PS4. Like, there are just so many games that are in one way or another on the PS4 right now. And it got me thinking, I've thought this for a long time, that I just wish I could have one box that played everything. So, in the age of the remaster, like, I was saying... So, we have... All these remasters that keep coming out, like the Bioshock collection, and we have things like... The Uncharted collection. Right. Yeah. Handsome Jack collection for Borderlands. Just a bunch of different HD remasters of games, like Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition, like they're just... God of War 3 Remastered. Right. So there's just so many games from last gen that are coming over. I was wondering what games you guys wanted to see out of the last few generations come to... You're like PS4, let's say. Because I know, Jalen, you have a PC and you can play things that go further back in an right. easier way, but on it, your PS4... I still like remasters, though, because I like the fact that the developers took time and say, this was a classic game in our history. This is something... I like remasters for the archival reasons. It's like right. the fact that I can well, go back and play Grim Fandango in a way that's appealing and convenient... Mm -hmm. And it looks a little nicer. Yeah, exactly. It don't matter if it's I mean, on PC like, or PS4. Insane trilogy looks beautiful. Well, that's a remake, like because they did yeah. that with Halo. And yeah, some yeah. of these games, I kind of just want them to do that. Right. Like I just want you like have the game play the exact same frame by frame, but just update the visuals. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So like my first game is Smash Bros. Melee. So okay. if you guys uh -huh. just put slap one. that straight into the Smash Four engine. Except, like, have it be the, a hybrid of the Melee engine, but, like, the graphics of Smash 4. Yeah. And just have it play like that. Have that be, like, the super technical something for Melee players to play, like, on a Switch. Like, I don't have a Switch yet, but that'd be something that'd be... I'd, like... I know all my Nintendo ones aren't coming to PS4. Right. Yeah, but let's, let's rephrase. Instead of saying PS4, let's say modern console. Right. I mean, you can still really easily get your hands on consoles to play a lot of the games on my list. As a matter of fact, I still have my PS3 hooked up to my other TV. I get that, but that's that works for someone like you, who's been indoctrinating the gaming for twenty odd something odd years. Right, right. This is like this would be great for a backlog for like someone who just got a Switch. What yeah. to get? Okay, somebody who just got a PS4. If all of these yeah, games if all these real, games right, right. were to exist, right. Okay, so Melee, just update the visuals on that. Treat it like they treated Halo in the Insane Collection. Like, just that game, let it just be that game. Don't add characters. I'm fine. Like, people still play Melee to this day. Let people still play Melee, but let it be more appealing. Like, people stream that game constantly. People are playing that game in live settings. Let it, like, be more visually appealing so people don't, who aren't into the culture of watching competitive, like... I do want to interject here. Because since I'm deep in the fighting game com community, I'm going to tell you right now. Smash fans are ass. They are terrible, terrible people. You mean... <laughs> the, 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 commu the fighting game community around Melee is terrible. 
I don't know. I've met everybody who uh, no, I've no, no, met no. loves Melee have been like I, us. No, no, no. I'm talking about the fighting game community. I'm talking about yeah, the people yeah, who are playing true. this at a live setting. I mean, the people who are playing this game for money, terrible. Yeah, but well, that aside, I think the game could use a fresh coat of paint, but like keep the mechanics. So like if we wanted to play Melee, let's say I got a Switch and they brought Smash 4 over, which is basically an inevitability at this point. Right. They're yeah. going to bring Smash 4 over. Let's say there was also, hey, you can download Melee off the eShop with a fresh coat of paint for $30. I'd do it. Right. I, I, I mean, it everybody knows so Melee copies. was right. the superior. I, I, I think Smash 4 could get its legs... I mean, it has legs, but... I mean, yeah, it's better, way better than Brawl was. Right, did yeah. did not like Brawl, Brawl Well, that's the thing about it is, I also feel like Smash 4 is just like a casual... It's just the progression of Melee. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like a lot of the mechanics Melee have are like either in Smash... All the important mechanics from Melee are in Smash 4. That's okay. True. All the technical stuff from Melee that's actually important is in Smash 4 implemented well. Yeah. It's one of those like... So, maybe that wouldn't be as good of one. Chris, what's the game? We, now, so remakes are like how they remade... I'm trying to think of a game they remade. Let, let's say like how Axiom Verge is to Metroid. Okay. Versus the Insane Trilogy. Which Ratchet is, and Clank. Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank last yeah. year. Yeah. Right. That's a complete remake. I mean, remake. that was my game of the year. That was so good. Oh, that's a good uh, game. Good, yeah. But it was it was good because they told kind of a different side of the story. So it was a remake, so, but you also felt like you were playing. But not just new. that, but it's also it was like it was a remake in the way that it was just like it's 2016. We didn't right. write the same way we did when Crash came out when right. um the original uh. Before we get into this, I just want to define the ground rules of what we mean when we say what we mean when we say remake, remaster, or reimagining. I want remake to mean. Crash, not Crash Bandicoot. Um, Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank from last year. I want it to be like how they took that game. They basically told the same story. Basically had the same world. Basically like it was the same basic I mean, everything game. Everything was pretty much the same, just but they in a different perspective. Right. They just kind of updated the story. They updated the visuals. They updated the level design. They updated a lot of these things that right. needed to be touched up to for it to be a modern game. Um, remaster. I know there are just 1080 like dot slit file save as dot 1080p like right. like Death Darksiders and all these games that get remastered Sleeping Dogs all of these things I don't any game that you want that to happen to think about it in the perspective of the Crash Bandicoot remake like same game just built from the game app to be the same game but right. it's built on modern tech the, you, right to where you can't even tell it was on an older console right exactly so that's what i i want you guys to think of all your remasters in that light and reimagining i want that to be let's say these same characters but like if it's a 3d game reimagined as a 2d game or like or, take a two take a pixelate a uh, polygonal 2D, 3D game, and then make it into, like, a modern third-person character action game. Right. Or, like, a game that was, like, a or 2D... Heck, RPG. a good example would be take Final Fantasy VII and turn it to Nier Automata. Something like that. I'd okay. say more... I think reimagining... I say... I'll give another example for my list. Pokemon Emerald. Pokemon Emerald as an open-world game. 
Uh, okay. Like an actual 3D okay. open world. Like, that is how you'd reimagine that game. Okay. So you'd remaster Melee. You'd reimagine Emerald. But, like, let's say you remake something like Persona 4. Okay. So, like, it's running on the Persona 5 engine. It works more like Persona 5. It's, like, handcrafted dungeons, stuff right. like that. Just so... Those are our definitions of remakes, remasters, and reimagining. And since I've gotten two, technically three, out of the way, uh, Jalen? Alright, so I would love as a Crash Bandicoot style remake, Final Fantasy Tactics. Okay. I, I know I can still get like the old version of it on Steam or on right. an emulator, but I would love to see like just tactics again and like beautiful, beautiful 4K 1080p. Just a really modern take on tactics. Right. Yeah, tactics would be great, because I mean, the turn-based strategy like the That's coming back! XCOM is popular. There's already XCOM cl clones coming right. out. Right, I'm saying like it, and the fact that it's grid-based you can literally, transposing that game over, let's say you made a new model for your all your characters, new models for all your levels, same grid like you can literally, like, that game I mean, it would hold up great yeah. as just like a... And then it's Final Fantasy Tactics. Right. The game was amazing. Yeah. So, Chris? Uh, I got one that's probably on everyone's list, but Spyro. It's the original 1, 2, and 3 All right. of Spyro. So I'm going to say this right now. I have... I only played a little bit of Crash Chip. That's all I played. I was the Spyro kid. I mean, I played a lot. Yeah, I of played Spyro. way more Spyro than I played. I mean, Crash. I played the hell out of. I both last of night them. while I was cleaning my room, I found my Spyro GBA card from when they did the Spyro Crash crossover GBA games. What a great game that was! Yeah, those games. <laughs> and then getting them later on PS One because I got a PS One yeah. after I got a Game Boy Advance. Getting the, those games later on PS One was something great to really see right, right, right. where those games came from. All right, so Spyro. I mean, we you I universally mean, agree? Just give it the crash treatment. Like crash I feel treatment, like that's like, in the cards. I feel like that's next. I yeah, feel like that's just the next logical like, move. Or Crash Four. No. Don't nah, give me Crash Four. No, 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 no. If you're gonna give me more Crash games, this is what they did last generation. They remastered Sly One, Two, and Three, and then if you got the platinum trophy and all of those, it gave you a link to a website that teased Sly Four. And then Sly 4, it wasn't made by Sucker Punch, but it was made by Sanzaru Games. Right. And it, no, it held up because they were all fans of Sly. But the thing yeah, about so it is, instead of getting Crash uh, 4, I'd rather get Crash Team Racing. Yeah. Give me that. Give me, Crash Team give me racing, that. You guys want shit. Crash Team Racing to try and compete with Mario Kart 8 in 2018? Yes. Uh, yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. You think absolutely. Heck, I'm going to tell you right now. No, no, no. Mario Kart. Time out. I will straight up say right now. Diddy Kong Racing could do that. You Mario could, Kart 8 Deluxe? Yeah, if you have gave, you played Mario Kart 8? Yes, I have, but if you gave, if you updated the whole Diddy Kong thing, Diddy Kong Racing to be to the caliber of 8, it was crushing. The only no. game I could see doing that, like crushing Mario Kart 8, because Mario Kart 8 is so good. No, no, it is, we but I, I'm saying, that. but like Diddy Kong Racing with the Adams of Boss races, with all the extra stuff they added, yeah. I'm sorry, I feel like Crash Team Racing would. Crush, 
crush Mario Kart. Okay. Eight. I just I like okay. Look, I'm go- okay. Okay. When I racing. get this Elgato set up, we will do a stream where we will play some Crash Team Racing, and you know I'll make it happen. Okay. Okay. I, 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 we can okay. You. We can do that right now. I'm about it. So, well, I don't have enough controllers to make that happen right now, but we can make it happen easily. You guys are saying right now. I'm saying like as early as tomorrow, but not tomorrow. Um, we can make this happen. Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah. we can totally make this happen in the near future when you guys bring your PS3 controllers over here. Because I don't think PS4 controllers work with PS1 classics on PS3. Yeah, they don't. Right. So that's the only reason I say that. Okay, that's fair. Right. You guys always want to jump on me about like, (laughs) oh, these things can happen. These things can happen. I mean, I'm about it. I'm ready to go. Right. Uh. We'd be mad if we sat there and went through all the trouble of hooking up three PS4 controllers to a PS3 to try and play a PS1 game and it not working. Hey, I'll bring my, <laughs> I will bring my controller. Right. I'm about it. Okay, so this Retron's fifty-two dollars. Back to the. <laughs> <laughs> that might make a shitload of sense. I might have to make that happen. Dude, I've wanted one, but I've been waiting till the race on 6 because it's rumored to have N64 emulation. Wait, it doesn't have N64 now? Okay, no, yeah, the I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. I mean, done. It's, it's done. The emulators it's, on no, it's PC done. The are Retro just 6. very, like... No, we just gotta wait for Retron 6. Retron 6. It's yeah. gonna either have N64 or PlayStation 1 emulation. Don't say... <laughs> don't say PS1. <laughs> because PS1, like, it's already hard to get those games. Like, it's... Like hard, it's hard. it's another okay. Okay, single game I've Ta- ever wanted on PS One. Okay, gotten... you wanted every single AAA release for a PS One. We're right. talking about the AAAs. we're talking about the JRPGs. We're, yeah, we're talking no. about like your okay. Valiant stories. No, hold on, just straight up. Try and get Final Fantasy VII or VIII on PS1. Six. How dare you? Uh, on PS1? Yes. I have found that in the store every single time I've gone in there. Oh, play and trade. I'm, play and trade. I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about online. Like, screw that online bullshit. Play and trade is where it's at. Play and trade is very far from here. It's La Vista Road. It's far from here. Sorry for y'all don't know who that is. Yeah. Atlanta people. Shout out to my Atlanta (laughs) listeners. What up? Shout out to La Vista Road. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get like two followers who are like, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) La Vista Road. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah. Okay. Uh. I forgot where we were entirely, so I'm just gonna go straight. You're on back. your next. You're on your next game. I'm on my next game. So Persona Four. I wanted to comment. Like I know I said I wanted in the Persona Five engine. I want full motion cutscenes. I want way more anime cutscenes. The way Persona Five constantly switches between pre-rendered cutscenes, in-game cutscenes, and um, anime cutscenes. I want that kind of switch in Persona Four. Persona like 4, once you got out of the anime, the few anime sections, it was all in-game. Even the cutscenes. Like, yeah. So, but Persona 5, like, they're all the cut-ins, they're all the tear-ins. But like, I also feel like Persona 3 had a lot, Persona 3 had a lot more anime. I mean... I mean, it made more sense. It no, no, but that's, 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 that's really for all the games, but I was listening to a podcast about Persona 4 coming to PS4, and, like, my mind just took that idea and ran yeah, with it. Too? Huh? Be well, no, yeah, I two. want one, two, three, and four, and I want both versions of two. Like, I, I want I, like, okay Persona the collection. This sure. uh, okay, that that solves my problem. Yeah, yeah, okay. I wasn't I, 
I ha- you I know you guys have affinities for Persona Three, and I have more of an affinity for Persona Four, but uh, I feel like I just Persona Four is where the idea came from. But I would definitely love to play Persona One, Two, Three, Four, and Five. Look, I'm just gonna say this place. right now. I guess is the best waifu in all of Persona. I'm saying that right now. <laughs> I guess best waifu hands down. I don't know Futaba like nope. 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 Definitely a robot who definitely a robot with boundary issues. <laughs> True. Okay. So Jalen, your next game. My next game, I need the full treatment. The full it could be a crash style remake remaster, it could be a remake like a Ratchet and Clank. But I need God Hand back. Okay. okay. It was a third-person action game with the best feature that I only ever saw like once in Remember Me, mm-hmm. but it was a combo-building system. You oh, yeah. built your own combos. Remember and Me was great. It, it was a good me. game. It came out at a bad time. It did. Yeah. It came out at a bad time, but I need I need a third-person action game with combos, with combo-building back into it. Yeah. Like, I need to be able to put this punch with this kick to give me more health or whatever. I need my combo-building. And I have a game, next time we get back around to me, I'll jump to my very combo style game. Like, because okay. you saying that about God Hand, I feel like we could put that into this game and it'll just be like the most amazing thing. And ever. I would like to say for anybody who don't know, there's a game developer by the name of Suda51. He made Lollipop Chainsaw, yeah, yeah. Uh, Killer7. His games are weird. I, if I remember correctly, he made God Hand. Maybe. That sounds right. Yeah. He also made, um, if you guys are only have a PS4, you can play his newest game. And I just blanked on its name. Uncle Death, what's the game? Let It Die. Oh, that Let It good. Die is free to play on PS4, maybe Xbox One? Maybe. I'm not going to... No, it, it's on Xbox One. It's on Xbox One? Okay, yeah. Let It Die, PS4, Xbox One, free to play. Check it out. It's his newest game. It's equally weird. Very hard. It's for the Dark Souls crowd. Let's just be real about this. Okay, so if you like Dark Souls games, check out Let It Die. Yeah, but once again... I I thought I saw it on uh, Xbox One, but it's only on PlayStation 4. Okay. Look, all I'm saying is, I haven't had a third-person action game that let me build combo systems. True. Minus Remember Me, but Remember Me came out a bad time and wasn't as good as God Hand. Okay. That's fair. So, Chris... Uh, mine's another popular one, but I would like it could even be reimagined a little bit. But I want Sonic One, Two, and Three, and also Sonic and Knuckles to have that beautiful, great like Sonic Four remaster. No, you don't want that. I, I mean, really, not episodic, but like no. I challenge you to look at Sonic Mania. Look at what's out about Sonic Mania. Yeah. Okay, so I have a question. Hit me. If I heard something, if somebody broke an embargo on something on another podcast and we don't have any insider information, I just heard them break the embargo just on a say podcast. It. Well, no, I. So, yeah, Sega's totally going to sue us. But, so apparently a level of Sonic Mania ends and the boss battle is a level of Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. What? Hey! What? Yeah, so I get, like, I feel like that game that you want, Sonic Mania, the, one of the trailers. Sonic's going up an elevator, and the levels are one, two, um, three, Knuckles, and Mania. 
Some like they disregard everything else in the okay. Sonic series. Okay, here's the thing about Sonic nice. Mania. As the as you go higher up the path, the games get hardest. Not like high path, low path. It's oh, okay. high path, harder path, hardest path. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, the higher you go in the levels, they took the pathing system that that made Sonic great yeah. and just blew it up. Yeah, Sonic Advance like. Uh, when I Sonic thought Advance. of this idea, I was like, what games would I want to get again? I'd want Sonic Advance in that package. Because I feel like Sonic Advance Any was of the Sonic the... Advances. As or someone who all played of them. As someone who, yeah, that too. Advance 2. All Sonic them. Advance 2 is the best. Right. We can, was... I think okay. we can agree okay. on that. Okay, I'll give you that. Because <laughs> every time, I have a copy of Sonic but Advance 2. But there's a soft spot for the team system in Sonic Advance 3. Oh, yeah. 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 But... The story, but no, the best the one is Sonic Advance 2. No, 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 the, clearly the best. No, 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 it's the, it's the, the same. Levels, it's the, no, it's like, the same soft spot I have for Shadow the Hedgehog. I'm not gonna pretend Shadow the Hedgehog is a good game. Yeah, but I, I love, love that, game. that game. Right, we all love Sh Shadow the Hedgehog. But playing Shadow the Hedgehog, like I've played Shadow the Hedgehog recently. I have. That was horrible. Yeah. It's like, whoo, this ruined... Like, I couldn't go past the first level because I was like, I don't want to ruin the cool parts of this game for myself. <laughs> like, the first level, like, I've already tarnished it in my memory, but all the rest of that game is I mean, still, yeah, but you tarnished that in your memory because to get to the final story, to get to the part where you have Super Shadow, you're launching Chaos Bolts like you've won it ever since Adventure 2. Right. You literally had to beat the game ten times. Or steal Jail and Save. <laughs> or <Sims. laughs> GameCube memory card. Shout out to Jalen. <laughs> right. Shout out to no. Definitely shout out to Jalen because I stole Jalen Sonic Rider save. I stole Jalen Sonic Adventure you were Two. That battle. What? You were that motherfucker. What? No, I'd play. Oh the no, game. no, no! It was worth. I traded it for his mother's cooking. I'm okay with that. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> oh no, his mother fed me right. Shout out to Anton's mother. Yeah, definitely shout that, out. Shout out, moms. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> so, um, I guess we're back on me. My yeah. next game, I want Catherine reimagined. I want that story. I want those characters. But I don't want to play that puzzle game. Like, <laughs> okay, so what would you reimagine it as? Like, what genre right. would you put it in? I'd honestly put it like straight up visual novel. Like, I uh, would play the I story that of happening. that game. But, like, you make the decisions, like, instead of having... I really felt like the puzzle gameplay was filler in that uh, game. I know what I'd do. If I'd do it, I'd make it a turn-based RPG, but I'd make the monsters you control to his emotions. Like, go into the character development, how this is more about Vincent being a child than anything else. Like, really double down on that. Yeah, so Catherine was my game. Reimagine it. Jalen? I'm gonna say I want to reimagine Pokemon Coliseum. That's not one of mine, but... But as more of a traditional Pokemon game. Like, give me the plot yes, of Coliseum, give me, but give me more of the traditional traveling aspects of it. That's one thing I didn't like about all the console Pokemon games that have been coming out. You had to do some weird thing to steal Pokemon from other people, and I was Well, like, that was actually... Uh, but, you actually never, but that was a plot thing. All. Yeah, right. Yeah. I want to add that cool plot thing. Like, I want the Shadow Pokemon to be there. I liked how Sun oh, and Moon yeah. kind of remastered that with the Ultra Beast. Right. Like... But I want the crazy, like, weird Pokemon experimental stuff going on, but I want it in more of a traditional console. I want it... Basically, I want to fuse Coliseum and Sun and Moon. I really feel like the Switch game is going to be that. I hope it is. I hope it is. I don't even care well, if it's 2D still. Like, because a lot of people are, oh, it's going to be 3D. Is Gen 8 going to be finally 3D? Because, I mean, the 3DS... 
games have kind of been like. But the thing about it is that the the two D art style is just so endearing. Right. Like let it. I don't care. Like make a region the size that I need it to be and make it three D. And yeah, I mean I've never found any region to like any views on the like yeah on the Game Boy games they were all big. Well, on the console games, they've always felt too small. Right. Yeah, on the console but, games. I mean, but the Switch is a console sense. that just happens no, to be handheld. Heck, another great thing Your that you could totally do with than... it is just make it so that just like, instead of being like, oh yeah, we're in a particular region, just make it so you're in the actual world of Pokemon. Just be like, do your thing, get on a boat, and go to Johto. Go to Kanto. Go to Hoenn. Yeah, but make it like semi-contained. So it's like, you're doing the Kanto stuff. You're catching the Kanto Pokemon. You're filling out that deck. You're having a good time. And you go, you know what? I want a Cyndaquil. You hop on a boat. You go straight to Johto. And you get yourself that Cyndaquil. You know? Yeah. And only the end game should really be free roam. Well, no, no. But that's my point, though. It's like you just travel from area to area. It's like you could start. I would say you start off in whatever gen you want. Like, you oh, yeah, that'd yeah, be that great. would be the greatest. Yeah, yeah. You know, you like, start with whatever you could pick your favorite starter Pokemon from all of them. You you start there, you handle that thing, and then you just go around doing the thing. Right. Have the team like literally right. make it the TV show. <laughs> True. Literally. Yeah, but not the TV show. Well, well no, even the TV the no. TV show up until it stopped being on Kids WB. Yeah. When it switched over to Cartoon Network, changed up the voice actors and changed up the animation, that's when it went downhill. But up until then, we're just gonna pretend like. But that's then recently, it's come <laughs> back though. Yeah, it's like all the uh, like the last stuff, uh, the stuff prior to right before Alola, and then all the Alola stuff had been actually pretty good. Alola looked like it was gonna suck, but then the games came out and were amazing, and then the animes come out and been amazing. Yeah, true. Okay. And actually, Ash almost won the Pokemon League last season. I'm Did mad he? that he didn't. He was like, <laughs> no, he say, he put that work in. He put he in ever? that. No, no, he's never won. No. That's why people were the mad, closest. though. closest. No, but the reason why people were mad is like because that literally win. episode is called um, whatever tournament victory. It's called victory. And Ash is fighting. You're thinking, will he finally win? No. no. Sorry, well, it was the final the battle Master. of the Pokemon He literally League. got Ash second. Never the, made he's it never gotten top four. Right. He got second How place this Pikachu time. How is Pikachu not at like level 100 right now? And just oh, no. Because that Pikachu can't keep up with Megas. That's why. Yeah. Fair. No. When you start, like, it took a mega to deal with this. Mm-hmm. But now they have Z moves, and Pikachu has some pretty baller Z moves. Yeah. <laughs> Z moves. Yeah. I mean, they took out. Well, they didn't take out Megas. I think Megas are going to play a bigger role in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. But Megas were one thing. Like Mega Pokemon worked, but didn't work at the same time. Right. Now, then they got Alolan Pokemon, and they got Z-Moves. Yeah. And the way Z-Moves are implemented are Z-Moves, you can either do a Z-Crystal based on type, or certain Pokemon have certain specific moves that are Z-Moves. Yeah, like you can throw Pikachu, and then all of a sudden Pikachu's like, I am the end. Well, no, I think Pikachu... Maybe I'm thinking wrong here. No, it has a dance, you pick up your Pikachu, and then you throw him at the enemy Pokemon. Oh. <laughs> Deucidai is great because, like, Deucidai's face is just like, I'm done with all this shit. So, like, and to do one of his, 
you do like a weird fucking stupid ass dance and he's like oh my god I'm so done with this shit <laughs> and the text is like Deuce I uh, surrounded itself with Z power and they just announced it Deuce I realized it's surrounded by idiots <laughs> <laughs> and your character is just in the back like derping out <laughs> so yeah but I feel like Z moves Ash might be able to win Okay. This gen. Second place, like, he has to keep progressing. Plus, super side note, we can't talk about this for long. The Pokemon 20th anniversary movie, they wrote out Brock and Misty. What? Which was dumb. What? They retold the first, they retold the Indigo League, but replaced Brock and Misty with just random kids. Yeah. One has a Lucario, one has a Piplup. They what? literally just wanted to, <laughs> they just wanted new trainers with different Pokemon with Ash. No, what? Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> it was a bad decision. I hated everything about it. This, the Butterfree scene. Oh, no. They redid the Butterfree scene in the new movie without Brock and Misty. It's like, no. But anyway, back on topic. <laughs> yeah. Chris, what is your game? Oh, my next game. Uh, it's a RPG of a fan, a fan favorite of mine, uh, Mega Man Legends. And this could be recreated in We're going to talk way. about Mega Man Legends like every episode. <laughs> Yo, I mean... We need a board so we can write down like, every single time Chris mentions Mega Man Legends. And I'm, apparently, and I mentioned Gran Turismo 5. I didn't yeah. realize I talked about Gran Turismo 5 as much as I do. Whatever. Uh, but Mega Man Legends, I mean, the map wasn't as big, and I discovered, so you can, I, it could be created to have a bigger world, larger dungeons, and more things to find. But that that would be the game I think I would drop everything for. I need you guys to play Breath of the Wild because I feel like if you guys played Breath of the Wild and I told you guys just put any 2D game that you've ever played into that mold, like Breath of the Wild, like I understood the game before I played it, but actually playing the game... What I would like to say about Breath of the Wild real quick is that I feel... The reason why I feel like Breath of the Wild is so good is because they gave... They took Zelda... And they just gave it the modern version of the Ocarina of Time treatment. No, they gave it the modern version of the original. No, no, no. Legend. The reason why I say the Ocarina of Time, yeah, because it was a big shift when right. we switched from regular 2D into the 3D that was Ocarina. True. And this is right. another big shift going from what Zelda was yeah, into Breath true. of the Wild. The last main series Zelda was Skyward Sword. So going from Skyward Sword no. to Breath of the what? No. Link Between Worlds. What? Link Between. That's not Worlds. a main. That is a main series. That is the Link to the Past sequel. That's a main series. I don't. I feel like it's the spin-off sequel to the Link to the Past. I don't feel like even if we count that. But even a Link Between Worlds to Breath of the Wild is even more of a shift than from. Um, I know Skyward Sword to Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but that goes to my point though. It's just like this was like the next sensible shit like if you wanted to take it out of what it was into something more modern you took regular zelda and you put it into 3d and then you which made ocarina of time which a lot of people still say is the best zelda game ever True. and then you you do the next logical shift from that you get breath of the wilds which people are now saying is the best zelda game ever it's yeah one of those, everybody yeah. who loved ocarina apparently loved breath of the wild exactly it's like it's that shit that that necessary shift. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like you saying that makes me think, so right after Ocarina of Time, they put out Majora's Mask. Like, they had a short development, t like, short development time, same engine, 
a lot of the same assets. Do that with Breath of the Wild, Nintendo. Make a dark-ass version of Breath of the Wild. Make it crazy, like, flip the whole game on its head, like, add all these crazy new mechanics, but do the same engine, do the same mechanics. Reuse assets. I do not care. Like, Breath of the Wild is such a great game. Like, the Majora's Mask of Breath of the Wild, like, they could just straight up call it, like... I'm gonna say right now, I want that for the sole fact is, my... In my top three Zelda games of all time is Majora's Mask. Yeah. I mean, it was a good one. A lot of people, like, yeah, nobody, well, apparently people talk shit about Majora's Mask. Really? Well, no, because it, because it was, because people like to make fun of the same engine, but, like, add some new mechanics, make the story darker, but that, no. I feel like that, the fact that they pulled that off was amazing to Mm -hmm. me, and I feel like they can totally do that again. Breath of the Wild's engine is so great. And I don't think the DLC we're getting is going to be that revolutionary. Right. But, well, no. The first one's eh. The second one looks great. Before we move on, I would like to say, Nintendo, just for for the love of God, give the Breath of the Wild treatment to Metroid Prime 4. Please. Oh, yeah. If they do that to Metroid Prime 4. No, Metroid Prime 4, like, I feel like all these games, like, Nintendo has not fucked up yet. Right. This generation, Nintendo, this Nintendo generation, since the Switch has come out, they have not fucked up at all. They have not made a mistake. Well, I Besides think also- supply issues, which they can't help because now they're competing for, with, competing with Apple for components for the Switch. Yeah. Another thing I would like to say is also this is a, another reason why I feel like a lot of the Switch games have been doing so well is the fact that this is showing us that we can get a new generation of developers at Nintendo. Because that's why Nintendo felt the same. It was literally like the same eight people. Like, Miyamoto did everything. And now we have games without his input that we're just getting that are amazing. Chris is over here dying laughing at me <laughs> because I've been fanning myself with my iPad. <laughs> it's really hot in here. We gotta fix this. Um, if we start sounding tired towards, towards the end of episodes done in the studio, it's because we have no type of cooling solution in here. And it's like 90 <laughs> degrees at all times in Atlanta. We're cutting all the episodes by 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll be continuing on our list of games that we wish got a remake, remaster, or reimagining. We're back for the second half of this podcast. So, my next game, Chrono Trigger. Same thing you said with Final Fantasy Tactics. That grid-based, turn-based strategy could really work. Just give me, like, actual, like, 2017 graphics. Give me actual 2017 animation. Give me actual 2017 systems. 
It just has to be like a remaster like that. I feel that, but I included into that, I just wanted to have its unofficial sequel, Chrono Crusade, or whatever it's called. Yeah, all of these are also eligible for sequels. Yeah. So, WarioWare, we got kind of a pseudo-sequel, and Frobisher says on the Vita, like, I'd love a portable WarioWare game. Just give me micro-games. Like, mini-game collections are one thing, but those micro-games... Oh, yeah, no, WarioWare was... I'm about WarioWare. I still have my... On my game shelf is my is a GBA Advance cartridge of WarioWare. WarioWare Inc. Because they had multiple GBA games. I think it's Inc. It's well, the one that had like the full Rumble thing where you had well, to turn it. That's twisted. Twisted. That's the one. Okay, but yeah, I, one thing I want to do for my personal collection is get all of the old WarioWare games. Another game that I was wish that I wish was a little more accessible, modern, is Okami. I feel like that's a very special game. Yeah. Like I Isn't feel like there a three DS game? Okami Den. It wasn't the same thing. Okay. No, and it's a DS game. Oh, okay. My right. mistake. My yeah. Mistake. So I just want something modern, Okami. Give me that watercolor. Give me that like ancient Jap like Edo period Japan art. Give me like all of those things. It can be like make it like an interactive like make it a walking simulator. Something. Just give me something in that vein. I feel like we don't, like, a lot of our games, we don't get, like, that kind of style anymore. Like, on those generations of console, we got, like, a wider variety of style. And I want that. I want another game that does that. Right. I feel that. Any game. It doesn't even have to be an Okami game. The next game on my list, Rock Band Unplugged. And this kind of happened again with Rock Band Blitz, but I'd love for on a Switch or on a Vita, something portable... Take it, play Rock Band. Like, have that same rhythm gameplay. Just use, like, buttons like it still works. Not the way Amplitude did it, because I feel like Amplitude didn't handle it as well as Rock Band Unplugged. I just want Rock Band Unplugged. I've played every Rock Band game, and Rock Band Unplugged is still my favorite for it to be a PSP game. That's fair. We need better rhythm games in 2017. Like, we aren't hitting... I would like to say this right now. Osu is still the king. Mm? No, it is. Mm? Uh, Osu plays... For those who don't know, Osu plays similar to, like, the the DS game Elite Beat Agents. Okay. That's what Osu plays like. Except it's on PC. They keep updating. There's a lot of tracks. That's... As far as I can tell, that's the king right now. All right. And so Jalen talked about God Hand earlier, the combo-heavy game. I remember the loading screens in this game were where you practiced your combos. It would show you, like, the button commands and the button Oh, I, I, I smell platinum it. games right here. Yeah, this is definitely I smell plat- the Neuron Amata makers right here. This is a platinum games joint. Bayonetta. And I know Bayonetta 1 and 2 are supposedly coming to Switch soon. And, and Bayonetta, the Bayonetta 1 was ported to PC. Yeah, but I would just, like, let's say Bayonetta 3, let's say Sega... Like, Sega still owns the rights to that game. Platinum still owns the rights to that game. Let's say we get Bayonetta 3. That's what I want. I just want a continuation of that series. Like, Nier Automata. Like, take what they learned from Nier Automata and Transformers Devastation and all these great Platinum games since. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. And just pilot... And Bayonetta 1 and 2. And pilot it and make Bayonetta 3. We're getting Darksiders 3. Right. Like... We're getting God of War again. Let us get another Bayonetta. Like, let's go with it. Like, right. And then my last game is a game that I know when I say this, all of you will be excited. 
I want Portal 1 and 2. True. I'm about that. Or True. Portal 3. Which yeah, that implies Valve can way. count to 3. I'm making the joke right now, Valve can't count to 3. Yeah. But <laughs> Portal, I really love Portal. I really love Portal 2. I have Portal on Xbox 360 and PC. I ha- Or on Mac, technically. Um, and I have Portal 2 on Mac. And I have it on Steam. Let's say I have Portal 1 and 2 on Steam. Portal 1 on 360. And Portal... Two on PS3, so I just either those games in a way that I don't have to use my PS3 or a continuation of that series. Like the Portal games are some of the smartest puzzle games I've ever played, and so like I've covered JRPGs. Quick I've, question: Have you played Quantum Conundrum yet? No. What is that? That is a game by some of the same makers of Portal. Like okay. some of them left Valve, made their own thing. It's the same physics thing, but instead of using portals, using dimensions. Like there's a fluffy dimension where everything's lighter. There's a slow fall dimension. There's all this. It's similar to Portal in the way you have to think outside the box on the puzzles. Except instead of using portals for the A to B, you're using different dimensions that change up the physics. Okay. Right. Sounds cool. Alright, so I feel like I touched on JRPGs, I touched on fighting games, I touched on micro game collections, I touched on music games, rhythm games, I've touched on hack and slash, and I've touched on puzzle games. I feel like I've gotten like games in all of these genres that I feel like these genres have evolved all of them to a point that if we got a new entry in any of these series, it'd just be ama- an amazing thing to have. I feel that. Um, to round out my list, I have, thanks to Anton for reopening old wounds that I forgot about, I would like a Left 4 Dead 3. I remember Left 4 Dead being, like, I know zombies are played out, I know all this and that, but Left 4 Dead was fun. Left 4 Dead, for those who don't know, is a four-player cooperative zombie shooter. Yeah. You're trying to get to the, from point A to point B, you're surrounded by zombies, you have your variant zombies, like the witch, leave her alone. If you see a witch, just leave her alone. Just don't, yeah. Because if you wake her up, she'll scream, and then she'll tear you and most of your team to shreds. Brutes, I hope you know how to kite. It's, I would love for, basically, I just want Valve to just make a third entry in a lot of their classic games. Like, I'd be fine with a Portal 3, I'd be fine with a Half-Life 3, I'd be fine with a Left 4 Dead 3. Valve, stop leaving me hanging on all these games, because you're making games in genres and styles that aren't being catered to at all by pretty much anywhere else. True. Like, our first person puzzler, other than Quantum Conundrum, which was pretty much the Portal people, there's not really many first person puzzle games. Right. And as far as I'm concerned, the best co-op shooter of all time is Left 4 Dead. So, yeah, that, Left 4 Dead was such a fun yeah. game. And this might be because I'm hyped for the Final Fantasy VII remake, but I would love everything they're do- they've shown so far for that remake, but to apply it to Final Fantasy VI. Because that's my favorite Final Fantasy game. There is no other Final Fantasy game that anyone else could tell me that is better than VI. No one. And then the final game, I, like, I would love to see, like, the Final Fantasy XV combat system, but just applied to, like, Final Fantasy VI. I love that story. I want the, the weird mysticism steampunk to come back. Right. Just real quick, I want a 1080p re-release of 13, 13, 2, and Lightning Returns. I know those are all bad games, supposedly. I just want to play those games again. I feel that. That's fair. Just had to throw that out there. 
And my final game that I would like to see completely reimagined, I mean start remade from the ground up using modern sci-fi writing, is Time Splitter. I've, I played Time Splitter 1, I played mm -hmm. Time Splitter 2, I love the concept of it, but I felt like the shooting mechanics are blown out the water by what we have now, and then thrown out like the right video game writing in general we have now is significantly better, mm -hmm. and how we handle time travel in like medium as a whole, like is so much better. I would love like an actual time splitters, a new, a brand spanking new time splitter where you have like where the sci-fi, the science makes sense, the time stuff makes sense and plays really well. And shout out to Geist cuz that game was weird, but I would like a game where you're playing as a sentient ghost possessing people doing weird stuff. Headlander, check it out, adult phone game. All right. <laughs> True. Chris? So I guess it's my turn. You're going to round it out? Yeah, just a little bit. Uh, so I know the Wii kind of uh, already reimagined this game in a way, but I would really like to see a remake, not remake, a remaster of Silent Hill 1. Because that one they did for the Wii. Shattered memories. It, yeah, didn't do it justice. PT? Well, no, that's not like a Silent Hill 1 game. That's the. PT. That's Kojima's is, vision of Silent Hill. PT is the a dream ungodly denied. heartbreak that I a will dream never denied. ever get back. But yeah, I want the the classic Silent Hill that I like. Showed me that Resident Evil isn't the horror game that it was, and I just want to replay that. And heck, I would like for them to take ever. what they what made Silent Hill one through three great and apply it to a modern horror game. That'd be great. True. For those who don't know, Silent Hill focuses on, like, instead of taking, like, oh, I'm a guy with a gun in this horrible situation. Like, with Resident Evil, at the end of the day, Jill's a trained agent. Chris is a trained agent. Wesker's a trained agent. Leon Silent is a And Leon literally works for the President of the United States. Well, not at the time. He was, in Resident Evil 2, he was... He was a first day a, on the job. First, first day, on, day the job. on the job, about to move to the city. But I at mean, the end the of the day, he had some form of training. Right. Resident Evil 1, he was just some guy who crashed a car in Silent Hill. Silent Hill 2, he was just some guy whose wife told him she was in Silent Hill. Silent, Silent Hill 3, 3, she was some girl who just happened to be from Silent Hill. Yeah, well, she was the daughter of the first one. Yeah, but I like the Dead Space approach to the horror. Where it's right. like, where it, like with Dead Space, you were just an engineer. You were just a guy. I don't need a highly trained operative. Give me a person. It makes it more scary. Right. Like, it makes it more relatable because none of us are trained operatives in I'm, any way, shape, or form. I'm barely trained to exist, as it is. I mean, I have a little bit of survival skills because I was in Boy Scouts, but... <laughs> I mean, outside of, like, starting a fire from, like, basically nothing and, like, knowing proper knife and axe skills, like, I don't... I wouldn't... None of us are trained operatives. No. I'll leave it at that. And the second one, I have beaten this dead horse a lot, but so I'm not going to really touch up on it. Resident Evil 2 remake. It's still Capcom is time. I, I think it's like, still happening. It's still they said it was still happening. It's just going to be a while. And when it's ready. Which when is it's, which is better. fun. Right, yeah. Which is fun. Actually like before the DLC, Actually now fun. now that we mentioned that, I do want to touch on this real quick. Hmm. Just quick, just quick thoughts is how do you feel about the fact that and with some games, we're not getting release dates. It's more like, we're just going to give it to you when you're ready. Cyberpunk I'm, 2077. That's being the big one that's 
I'm fine with that. Like, you are giving me a game when you feel like it's worthy of us playing and you want us to see it at its best. You're not just going to release it like a company like EA would. Just release half of a, or one-third of a game and then you're pissed off because you paid $60. Akuma's Wrath. Three times. <laughs> no, Asura's Wrath is good. Asura's Wrath. Yeah, but the thing about Asura's Wrath is the final chapter was DLC. Literally, the, it, the like the end of the story was DLC. Mm, That's bad. unforgivable. But I definitely love that to see that game, man. True. Uh, this one's just like a um, remaster. It's one of my favorite games that I played for the PS2. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, based on just the story and everything, I felt like it was wasn't doing the most like the last few have. So here's my question: Do you want like Vice City remade from the ground up as like Grand Theft Auto Six, or would you want it in the Five engine? I would mm, Grand Theft Auto Six. Five was okay. But like, or five is four was okay. I'd, I'd rather a five, but they're doing so much with the, the, the online, and that's their main priority. I well, just no. kind of want to. The online's teetering off to go into Red Dead Two. Really? Yeah, yeah, they're working on Red Dead Two as their main thing, and Red Dead. Well, Red Dead Redemption Two, technically Red Dead Three. True. Have yeah. Have you ever played Red Dead Revolver? No. My man. Oh, you had, oh, My oh, man! Yo, yo, Red Dead Revolver was an amazing game, and I feel like it was one, it was one of those like under-the-radar games. It's on no, PS4. Really? Red yeah. Dead Revolver? Yeah. Yeah, it's in the collection. You oh, just, that's awesome that other people get to experience that. Yeah, so more and more people have played Red Dead Revolver yeah, because was, Red Dead Redemption 2 was announced, and then Red Dead Redemption 1 wasn't playable on PS4 at the time. Oh. Actually, so, since we Red got Dead your Revolver input here, out. is there any games you would like to see real quick as sure. a producer's note? Josh um, Jones, producer. Yeah, uh, I guess like on the horror tip, I would, I would, it would be amazing to see The Suffering being remade um, in a modern engine because it was possibly one of the scariest games I've ever like experienced that nobody really knows about. Like it, it's, it's like the basis of the game is you're just a guy who was sent to prison and he has to break out but fight through insane asylums a prison like it's based in a prison but you go through a prison insane asylum and then at the end of the day the story is just about a guy who's just trying to get his family back what a good survival horror yeah but yeah, guess, yeah but, but it a good was, survival it was, horror it was, it was one of those games where I, I the game came out I was in like the third grade I probably paid maybe thirty minutes of it and got nightmares. Couldn't even, <laughs> I couldn't even. I couldn't. I couldn't even touch it until I was in middle school. Actually, know? quick thing. Be on the same note. I know this is a minor tangent, but I would love like any form of remaster treatment happen to Eternal Darkness. Uh, it was a really. It was a crazy psychological horror game that was on the GameCube. There was a point in it that really messed me up, and it pushed me back three hours. This is what this game did to me. It made it perfectly recreated what it looks like if a GameCube crashes. Dang. And I thought my GameCube crashed. So I hit the restart button. Got set back like three hours. Went back to that scene. It happened again. I was like, oh no. That's part of the game. It sent me back three hours. I would love if they remastered remade Eternal Darkness, but took, like, the modern, like, game console conventions. Like, show what happens at the PS3. Like, remake the PS4. I'm sorry, your con your game crash thing. Yeah, I feel like there aren't many games going super meta like that, and I yeah. feel like we could use a lot of games. That'd be cool. 
Uh, so another one of my games was, uh, it's a classic PlayStation 1, Twisted Metal. I feel like we nice. haven't had one of those games in a minute. I mean, Twisted Metal Black was great. Wait, didn't, yeah, yeah you're, I Black think you're right. Great. I think the last time we got a twin, Twisted Metal game was like 2012 or 14. Right. It 12 was, sounds more accurate. But I, I would love to see it just PS3. like a, yeah, yeah it, was it was PS3. PS3. But I would just love to see another Twisted Metal, like... If you want something in that vein, the creator of Twisted Metal who went to, on to work on God of War, he made Drawn to Death, which is, which is free to play on PS4. Okay. Or it was... It's not free to play. I think it's $40, but it was free as PlayStation Plus. Okay. So you most likely have it. Cool. Yeah, David Scott Jaffe, he has to take medication to develop games because he's so twisted. Twisted Metal. Another one is a classic. I know Need for Speed kind of holds this realm of like de developing your cards, but uh, Midnight Club was mm. one of my favorites. Another I enjoyed Rockstar joint. Yeah, uh, the Rockstar joints. I enjoyed well, Midnight Club way better than I've ever really kind of enjoyed Need for Speed. Need for Speed Unwanted was great, but for me, it was un was most wanted in Underground yeah, Two. Yeah, Underground Two was awesome. Midnight Club 3 was just my jam. You could do so much to the cars. They had, like, so many different ways to, like, different kind of races and different kind of tracks and all that. Just, I wish it would still it was still kind of alive. And the last game is a uh, lesser-known PlayStation 1, uh, Medieval. Where you oh, the skeleton, the skeleton. Yeah. yeah, you play as Sir Daniel trying to stop the evil warlord uh, Zarok, I believe, and you're just like it's just a like classic slasher. He going, showed up in PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale, and I yeah, felt yeah, like yeah. that meant that he something you, else is going to happen, but nothing but ever no, happened. I think he, there was like one and two, and they I had have, a like one more spinoff kind of, but no more from him. I have one more game. And I just, I really just want a port of these two games. Right. Just because I want to play them again on PS4. But I would love if Sucker Punch just ported Infamous. Oh, fuck. Like, I, that, that'd be great. Like, yeah, I just want it on Infamous 1 and 2 and Second Sun and First Light all in one place would be a great thing. And Festival of Blood. All of and it. Festival of Blood. Having all the Infamous games in one place would be something that'd be great True. for the world. Yeah, I mean, I know you're making my Spider-Man game, but just... Come on now. Um, there's one I'm surprised Jalen didn't say. Celebrity Deathmatch? <laughs> Come on. You okay, okay. About that so, one so much. no, no, no. The, no. Okay, so specifically, because Chris is slightly wrong here, the game that I would want like that was Death Jam. Oh, yeah, Death Jam. You're was right, Death Jam. Right. And I would love for a new Death Jam with modern rappers just beating the stuffing out of each other. It's pretty much needed at this point. I mean, right. it'd be great. It would be so I mean, with all the beefs, you could just sit him down. Yeah, just. That'd be great. Play as Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma. <laughs> Play as Drake and Meek Mill. Okay. Meagles versus Joe Budden. Come on. Oh, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Tag team. Done. Tag team Done. with Meagles. Okay, okay. Screws. Here's my vision for it. And it's literally just skins. I just need someone to take... I just need Marvel vs. Capcom 2, because in my opinion, it's the greatest fighting game of all time. I don't True. care. I'm, I'm but just put, like, the skins of modern rappers on it. Just... Give me Def Jam combined with Marvel vs. Capcom. That's, that sounds pretty amazing. Heck, make Arc System work. Make, make it. Let, let the Guilty Gear people make it. I don't care. Sure. But that'd be great. Yeah. 
Alright, so we're going to wrap it up because I just got a notification that Doomfist skins are live on the PTR, so we can go look at those after this. Right. Doomfist! Alright, but before we end this, I just really want to extend a heartfelt thanks to everybody who supported our podcast so far. We're 10 episodes in, but in reality, this is like our 20th episode we've recorded. And for the 10 that we've released, this podcast has done amazing numbers. It's reached people in other countries is doing things that I did not feel like we could do. I felt I knew we were great going into this, right. but I did not realize that we were the shit like this. I really want to thank everybody who's listened to our podcast, who's shared our podcast, who's liked our Facebook page, who's followed our Twitter, who's followed our SoundCloud, who subscribes to us on iTunes. I just want to thank everybody that this podcast reaches for listening to us and giving us a chance. And I'd really like we're an international podcast now at this point. So this should be a podcast that you're sharing with your friends. I have had conversations with people in real life that I didn't even know listen to our podcast who have talked to me about and given me legitimate feedback because they really care. And that's something that I, within 10 episodes of this being released within, we're in the first six months of being an official podcast that's published online, I just really want to thank everybody for all, like, we're making big moves to try and make the content and the final product be better for you guys, but it's all driven by the listeners. Like, the fact that we see our statistics on SoundCloud, we see the likes on Facebook going up, we see the followers on Twitter going up, we got a new logo out for you guys, we got all of these things... And it's all because you guys support us and we have some big things coming in the near future. Some things that like I thought would take years to accomplish that I feel like we can accomplish in months now. So with all that being said, you can follow us all on Twitter as a collective, Cheesy Controller without the last E. So you guys know what it is. Cheesy Controller on Twitter. If you're not following us already, we post almost every episode that posts to Twitter. On Twitter, I'm at Anton6 with three X's. So A-N-T-O-N-S-I-X-X-X. Jalen is. I'm at Squid Bishop, just the usual. I am Cheesy Ravioli, no longer underscore, with three I's at the end. You really changed it again? <laughs> yeah, I changed it again. Great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You know you're, you're killing me, Smalls. I'm, I'm getting followers from this, but you're probably losing followers. Yeah, I haven't lost. <laughs> so, this has been a Josh Jones production once again. Um, thank you guys for your continued support. Remember to like and share and subscribe and just get this podcast to as many people who you know who'd be interested. Because the more people who listen, the more we're able to do. And the more of our future plans that we're able to, like, materialize for you guys. All right. Sweet. Until next time, we keep it, it cheesy.